This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. FedEx ground service is also faster to more locations than UPS ground. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely. Positively. FedEx. Airbnb. It's wedding season. Yes, it is. What's going on, baby? Alex and I just got invited to a beautiful venue for the wedding of a childhood buddy of mine. Lovely. Can't wait to hear about it. We got babysitters. We're all set to go. And the first thing that you did, Jack? Book a hotel for the wedding. Okay. Second thing that you did? List my place as available that weekend on Airbnb. Millions of people host on Airbnb, but millions more have never even thought about hosting. Here's the thing. We've said it's great to make money while you sleep. Actually, Warren Buffett said that. Well, when you're an Airbnb host, host, you make money while you sleep and while someone else sleeps. That's why anytime I'm traveling, I immediately jump into Airbnb and set my house as available. It's that easy. So Yetis, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Canva. Yetis, in sports as in business, if you look good, you feel good and you'll play good. That's why we love Canva. It's simply the best online graphic design software we've ever used. Neither one of us are designers, and yet both of us have created beautiful designs for our business using Canva. We designed our merch on Canva. We designed our social posts on Canva. We designed the signs for our T-Boy Live show on Canva. True story. Oh, and Canva isn't just for startups or entrepreneurs either, because 90% of Fortune 500 companies now use Canva. But it definitely is for startups like us, the T-Boy Podcast Media Company. Our creative director literally said... She cannot live without Canva. And we believe her. It'll make your business look good, which will make you feel good, and you'll perform better. So Yeti, start designing today at canva.com. Canva, designed for work. This is Nick. This is Jack. And today's fashion pod is the best one yet. It looks fantastic. T-Boy is the top three pop business news stories you need to know today. But this year-end bonus episode is our top three fashion stories from 2023. So if you've got a buddy deep in the fashion industry, send them this episode. Hey, Calvin Klein, we know you're a Yeti. We know you're enjoying this show. If your buddy designs dresses, cute tops, or ensconces themselves in velvet, they gotta hear this episode. So Yeti, show us your share. Like, show us that you shared this with a buddy and you could win something, right, Jack? You'll be entered to win a free kit of T-Boy merch and two tickets to a live T-Boy show next year. In the meantime, slip into some overalls and Jack, what are our three stories for today's fashion pod? For our first story, it's Lululemon from May 9th. Lululemon showed us the rise of dupes. In fashion, dupes aren't a scarlet letter. No, 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 no. Dupes are a badge of honor. For our second story, it's Aldi. From back on March 29th, the German grocery chain moved from food to fashion. The fastest growing grocery chain in America is selling apparel because merch is the new moat. And our third and final story is Allbirds from July 18th. Allbirds created perhaps the weirdest shoe of the year. It was insane. So we introduced the weirdness rule of fashion and whether Allbirds broke that rule. Didn't Allbirds invent that rule, actually? Do as I say, not as I do, Allbirds. (laughs) 
That's called an own goal. But yet he's before we hit that wonderful mix of stories. What a beautiful looking mix of stories for today, Jack. If we could only use one word to define the fashion industry in 2023. Ridiculously good looking. <laughs> we covered so many luxury fashion and apparel trends this year on the pod. Jack, take us back. Birkenstock became the oldest company ever to IPO. That shoe company was founded in 1774. Yeah, the creator of the Jesus shoe is almost as old as Jesus. We also covered Michael Kors and his $9 billion company acquisition. He's never looked better. You're looking great, Mikey. Then we covered Kim Kardashian's. Her Skims brand broke Victoria's Secret's thongopoly. And then Skims expanded into menswear. But collaborations were king in 2023. Because Tiffany collabed with Nike. And then Crocs collabed with McDonald's. And now McDonald's is going to collab with Tiffany? <laughs> we also covered TJ Maxx, whose stock hit an all-time high thanks to treasure hunting from inflation-pinched bargain shoppers. Jack, you walk in for the pillows, you walk out with a polo shirt. In 2023, Old Navy became bigger than The Gap. Which is funny because Old Navy is owned by The Gap. But besties, the three most interesting stories aren't on New York Fashion Week right now. No, Yetis, the top three fashion stories of 2023 are off the runway this year. So Mugatu, should we cover the fashion pod now? Hansel, so hot right now. Let's hit our three fantastic looking stories. We're gonna need more makeup, Jack. Let's hit them. 15 years before this song, two boys from the Northeast met in the dorm. They had an idea to cause a cultural storm. It's the best one yet, but the best is the norm. Jack, Nick, that's it. I don't even think they need to practice. 50%, that's a fat tip. T-Boy City on your at list. If you know, you know, cause we ready to go. We can't wait no more, so just start the show. For our first story, it's Lululemon's dupes. This story is originally from May 9th. The number one trend on TikTok right now is also the number one threat to Lululemon. We're talking about dupes. Dupes. Dupes aren't about the price, though. Dupes are about being in a club. Yetis, look around you right now. You don't even realize it. You're not even aware of it, but you are surrounded by dupes. Those pants, it's a dupe. That shirt, it's a dupe. That cooler, it's a Yeti dupe. Yeti's dupes, the hashtag dupes has gotten 4 billion views on TikTok. And dupes, think of it as duplicate. That's what it stands for. It's a duplicate. We're not talking about a knockoff product. Like, this isn't the counterfeit Louis Vuitton handbag that some guy is trying to hawk you on Canal Street in New York City. Goyard schmoyard. <laughs> This isn't a pair of Folklies in the Caribbean you bought for like 12 bucks. As our friend Kim Britzelaire explains in her newsletter, dupes are products that try to be just like another premium product, but at a lower price. And a dupe is not illegal. It's a legitimate brand. It's not trying to trick you into buying it by pretending to be Oakley. It's the same quality product. It's just a different brand at a lower price. We actually covered a dupe on our pod once. Those Trader Joe's facial sunscreen products. Yeah, and they were duping Supergoop's facial sunscreen. Right. Both Trader Joe's version and Supergoop's version were effective, legitimate products that worked. But Jack, what were the prices of those two different sunscreens? Trader Joe's made a $9 version of Supergoop's $36 original. Yet is that is a dupe. And Jack, why are you and I noticing more and more dupes around duping around these days? Uh, in this economy? Yeah, in this economy. Yetis, when times get tough or prices rise, so do the dupes. You get the foyard, not the goyard. You get the fuji, not the Gucci. You're looking for the RITC cooler, not the Yeti cooler. 
But here's why Jack and I wanted to cover this story. Lululemon just became the first big brand to take on dupes. And they're taking on dupes by embracing dupes. By hugging the dupes. Yetis, Lululemon knows that dupes are a problem. They say that videos with the hashtag Lululemon dupe have 180 million views on TikTok with a link on where to buy a cheaper pair of Lululemon pants. Honestly, as far as we can tell, Lulu may be the most duped brand we could find out there. The classic product getting duped is the Align leggings, those classic $98 tight leggings that Lulu sells. However, if you go on Amazon, you may notice a very similar dupe legging that will cost you just 32 bucks. Nick, I see it blatantly on Instagram. I'm seeing ads that say Lulu, but half the price. That is a dupe that I saw an ad for. Definitely a dupe. So on Sunday, Lulu finally did something about it. They're launching what they call a dupe swap. It was a dupe swap. Yet, if you were in Los Angeles, you could go to a Lululemon, bring your dupes, and they would swap them for the real Lulu leggings. You hand over the product you bought for half price, and they hand you the real product in exchange for free. Yeah, it's like one of those amnesty programs you see around. You know what I'm talking <laughs> yeah. about? Yeah. It's like you voluntarily bring in the contraband, and instead of punishing you, they're like, thank you. Here's your reward. Thank you for the counterfeits. Here's the real thing. Lulu's trying to turn lemons into Lululemons. Yeah, it'll cost them in the short run, but these dupe swaps, they think in the long term will pay off. They think after you wear the real Lulu leggings for the first time, you'll never buy a dupe again. Oh, Jack's still going to try to slip into some aligned leggings. So Jack, what's the takeaway for our buddies over at Lululemon? Dupes aren't a scarlet letter. They're a badge of honor. Here's the surprise about dupes, Yetis. One of the few forces that transcends socioeconomic differences, it's being an insider. Whether you're wealthy, middle class, or lower income, everyone wants in on a secret deal. That's the real power of the dupe. Wearing a dupe doesn't signal cheapness. It signals that you're part of a club in the know. That's why you don't just wear the dupe, you share the dupe. And that is why Lululemon isn't fighting the dupe, it's embracing the dupe. Because dupes aren't a scarlet letter, they're a badge of honor. Dupes aren't just about the price, they're about being in the know. If you know, you know. For our second story, it's Aldi and the grocery store merch. Take us back to March 29th, Nick. America's most popular new grocery chain, it's Aldi. 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 So Aldi is pivoting from food to fashion, from groceries to galoshes. <laughs> it gets me every time, Jack. Now, yet he's- From celery to sandals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, before we jump into this story, Jack, um, Hey, Safeway, you're not so safe. Hey, Costco, be careful. Uh, hey, Wawa, you better watch out. Because the fastest growing grocery store in the United States by new stores is not those three cult classics. Jack, who is it, man? It's Aldi. Aldi. Aldi is now the third biggest grocer in the United States after Walmart and after Kroger's. 2,270 U.S. locations. Boom. This company, they are punishing Publix. Born in Germany, Aldi is expanding across the United States like Hasselhoff. Hey, Jack, why is this German grocery store so suddenly beloved in the United States? Ruthless 
German efficiency. Yeah, because Yetis, all these value proposition happens to be Germany's top skill and top export. Frugality, or as the Germans call it, Deutsche Sparsamkeit. Yeah, exactly. Just like Jack said, Deutsche Gesundheit. <laughs> now, Yetis, Aldi keeps prices low by eliminating all the joy and service that comes from a traditional grocery chain. My hometown, Brattleboro, has one, and I went there. Here's the experience I experienced. Okay, so Jack, let's say you want lettuce. Go get it yourself. Let's say you want someone to bag the bananas for you. Uh, this isn't a spa. Do it yourself. Jack, can you share what our personal favorite is? If you want a shopping cart at Aldi's, you must insert a quarter to unlock the shopping cart. And then you only get that quarter back when you return the cart in the stall area. Deutsche Sparsamkeit. That combo of lowest price and convenient location, that's what's made Aldi the fastest growing grocery chain in America. Yeah, customers don't hate it. They actually kind of love it. But here's the real surprise, Yetis. And this is what Jack and I found fascinating about this story. This uber-efficient German grocery chain is now pivoting from food to fashion. Here's the news. Aldi just dropped an Aldi-branded apparel line. We're not just talking about, like, uh, just some clothes that they're selling. This is a literal athleisure line from a grocery store. Aldi is selling Aldi-branded pullovers, tracksuits, joggers, hats, and sandals. Forget Adidas. This is Aldidas. <laughs> this is Aldidas. All of that merch is featuring the signature Aldi blue, yellow, and red colors all across it. You walk into the store for a watermelon, you walk out with a windbreaker. Oh, and Jack, you know how we've said pricing is a signal? Every Aldi merch item is priced under $10. To align with the brand's frugality value proposition. And to align with the brand's value proposition, you basically have to sew the buttons in yourself. Like we said, this isn't a spa. It's Aldi. And this merch has already sold out. The Aldi sandals, they're selling on eBay now for five times the sticker price. So Jack, what's the takeaway for our buddies over at Aldi? Merch is the new moat. Now, Yetis, Jack and I have noticed a trend here, a trend in commodity industries, and that trend is merch. In commodity industries, if every company sells similar stuff, it's hard to win loyalty from customers. But apparel, thoughtful, curated, fashion-focused quality apparel, that actually proves something. It gives customers a chance to commit and show their love for the brand. So the way Jack and I see it, merch is the test that proves you don't just have customers, you actually have fans. And that's key, because fans are loyal, while customers are fleeting. Besties Aldi is pulling off fashion. Price chopper? can't because merch is the new moat this show is sponsored by better help how good is the feeling of finally getting something off your chest you've been wanting to say it you've been waiting to say it but you bottle it up in waspy vermont where i grew up we didn't talk much about our problems we were encouraged to keep them to yourself yetis bottling up your feelings is just horrible for you because eventually it blows up with an outburst and then while it's stewing it makes your whole stomach feel terrible we encourage you to get it off your chest and the perfect place to do that is therapy. You will not believe how good it feels to say something that has been left unsaid and you can practice with a therapist and then end up telling your loved ones the best way possible later on. You don't have to tell them, but you could. It's 100% up to you. Oh, and by the way, what you tell your therapist remains completely confidential. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash T-Boy today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash T-Boy. This episode is brought to you by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, 
you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. For our third and final story, it's All Birds, which I'm actually wearing right now, Jack. This one's from July 18th. Allbirds just unveiled a revolutionary new shoe. But here's our question. Does it violate the weirdness rule? Customers will accept one element of weirdness, but not two. Yeah. Two strikes and you're weird. (laughs) That is the Allbirds sneaker, the Silicon Valley uniform. If you're wearing a Patagonia fleece, you better be pairing this thing with some shoes below from Allbirds. If you're wearing Allbirds, it screams, I can code but I compost too. You cannot raise VC money unless you got six (laughs) pairs of the Heather Gray. Allbirds, the nine-year-old company. We've been tracking it for a while and this is their most extreme product yet. It's called the Moonshot. The shoe is literally a moonshot. Allbirds calls it the first ever net zero carbon shoe. Because most shoes are made out of rubber and foam and plastic, the kind of stuff that's basically eating away at the planet. Those are petroleum-based materials, so the average pair of sneakers has a 30-pound carbon footprint, according to Allbirds. On the other hand, these new Allbirds shoes sound like they were whipped up in Mother Nature's pantry. These new Allbirds moonshot sneakers use wool, sugarcane-based foam, and plastic derived from methane gas. Yeah, what we're saying is that part of these shoes is derived from sheep burps and sheep farts. Right. The methane that comes out of the sheep becomes your shoes. That's how they made a net zero carbon. Now, these shoes are a huge accomplishment. This is a powerful new creation, but there is one problem with the shoe. And what is that, Jack? If you look at the shoe... You don't want to look at the shoe anymore. (laughs) No, the shoe kind of looks like a sock that ate a boot. Yeah. If you're watching on YouTube or Spotify, we have it up on the screen right now. The shoe looks like it was designed for the moon. Like it's impressively a shoe that saves planet Earth, but you'd only wear the shoe on another planet. And this is adding insult to injury because the stock is down 95% from its 2021 IPO. It's just a dollar and 30 cents a share. And that's not even the worst part financially for Allbirds, is it, Jack? Revenues aren't slowing at Allbirds. They're shrinking for two straight quarters. Allbirds is becoming Smallbirds. So Jack and I are staring at this freaky shoe, and it has one more thing that has us scratching our heads. The preference totem pole. The preference totem pole. It turns out sustainability is at the bottom of the preference totem pole for footwear. Okay, besties will explain. Customers can buy shoes for many reasons. There are a lot of value propositions for shoes, like there's price, there's style, there's comfort, there's sustainability. And of those four reasons to buy a pair of shoes, sustainability is the least important of them all, according to Webbush Security. And yet, Alberts keeps marketing focused on sustainability, even though the data shows that sustainability is not that marketable. According to the Wall Street Journal, Alberts knows that shoe buyers don't prioritize sustainability for their purchasing decisions. And yet, even though sustainability is at the bottom of that totem pole, it's at the top of the marketing for this brand new shoe. Like we said, it has a scratch in our heads. Jack, I'm wearing Alberts right now. It's a great podcasting shoe, but I'm still confused. So Jack, what's the takeaway for our buddies over at Allbirds? Customers will accept one element of weirdness, 
but not two. One element of weirdness, but not two. Yet he's that is the weirdness rule. And Jack and I didn't make the weirdness rule up. Here's the funny thing. The Allbirds co-founders made it up. Allbirds says that a product should have one weird thing about it because that one weird thing makes it exciting, makes a product intriguing. However, a product won't work if two things are weird. Two strikes and you're weird. But if you look at the latest Allbirds shoe, the Moonshot, it definitely violates that design rule. Jack, I'm looking at the shoe right now. It looks like a sock. It's shaped like a space boot. And it's laces. Laces kind of just look like weirdo laces. This new Albert shoe has three degrees of weirdness, and it can only have maximum one. Which means Albert is violating the very rule it made up. The weirdness rule of design. Two strikes, and you're weird. Before we go, time for the best fact yet. This one whipped up by Jack and me because we could not wait to share this one with you again. This is so good. Get this. We have nearly reached in America perfume parody. Perfume parody. Jack, go on. I got to hear more. In 2023, perfume and fragrance sales were on pace to be 60% higher than in 2019. 60% higher than pre-pandemic. But Jack, here's the big question. Who's driving those higher sales of delicious smelling scents? Dudes. It's dudes. It's men. It's guys. According to Cody's CEO, Gen Z and men are the reason that fragrance sales are looking fabulous right now. We have nearly reached perfume parity thanks to guys buying more perfumes. We've nearly reached perfume parity. Yeah, it is. If you're looking to get a gift for the guy in your life, buy them some T-Boy merch. And then buy them some Chanel number no. 5. And then spray that Chanel number no. 5 on the T-Boy merch. <laughs> <laughs> Yetis, you look fantastic for our fashion bonus pod. And Jack, what should you do if you enjoyed that fashion bonus pod? If you got a buddy who likes fashion or works in fashion, Gucci or Fucci doesn't matter. Send them this episode. Even if they just wear clothing, we don't care if it's just a cute top, they're going to love this episode. And if you show us your share, you'll be entered to win a free kit of T-Boy merch and two tickets to a T-Boy live show of your choice. A fashion pod where you can win T-Boy fashion, Jack, that is meta and that is deep. We got another bonus pod coming tomorrow. Nick Good night. We'll see you there. I got to put on something new if we're going to do a new bonus pod, Jack. <laughs> Can't Alpha wait, Yetis. We'll see you there. Robe. Wrap it up, Nick. Wrap it up. If you like the best one yet, you can listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. And before you go, tell us a little bit about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. We want to get to know you. Behind every successful business is a story, and some of them might surprise you. Like how Chobani's first yogurt factory was discovered on a piece of junk mail, or how the founder of the multi-million dollar cosmetics brand Drunk Elephant was told by everyone, including her own mother, that the name sounded like a dive bar. I'm Guy Raz, and on my show How I Built This, I talk to founders behind the world's biggest companies to learn the real stories of how they built them. In each episode, you'll hear entrepreneurs share moments of doubt and failure and talk about how they were able to overcome them on their way to the top. How I Built This is like a masterclass in innovation and creativity from the people who've done it all. Follow How I Built This wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery+. Plus. For more deep dive and daily business content, listen to Wondery, the destination for business podcasts. With shows like How I Built This, Business Wars, and many more, Wondery means business.